Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. What what who does Ryan root for? Soccer. Yeah, well, it's too bad you have to go out of the United States to find a good soccer team. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, yeah. The Don't gents. be rude. Five and what? You're kidding. They're five and what? When is it going to fall apart? It's overdue. They should have fallen apart by now. Yeah, when they fall apart. Will you promise not to wear that jersey here on Mondays? Please. Please. No promises. Jay, oh, we're on. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Not good. (laughs) Welcome to your Monday rush hour. Jay Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, here with you. If you want to be part of the program, 800-848-WABC. You know, thank goodness New York isn't a real sports town. 800-848-WABC. What are you looking at me like that for? It's not. It's not a sports town. If you go to other countries, like where they have 100,000 people fill up a stadium, you're never going to find that in New York. You can barely get eighteen or 20,000 people out to see a basketball game. It's like people are doing everything else. They're not going to sports here. Anyway, 800-848-WABC. And you can't blame them for not being a real sports. I mean, look at the team. We didn't even talk about the way the Mets collapsed. I'm not. I don't even follow baseball, and that was that was. New York, New York, New York, New York's not a sports town. No. Yes, it is. Of course, no, it's it is. not. National League sports town too. No, it's not. How many people come? How many people go to actual live events here in New York to see sports? Compared to the population, a minuscule amount. You know what? You're probably right if you want to do the uh, stats. Thank you. you That's but, all you have I, I to say. I will give you. I'll, I will right. give you that. Now I'm not exactly sure. Don't hold me to the exact number of this. But from what I read recently, believe it or not, you know what's the biggest sporting event that brings in the most dollars for New York? Take a guess. Push them on the subway tracks. That's not a sporting event. Well, it seems to be one these days. It seems to be one, and no one seems to be doing anything about it. It's terrible. Anyway, should I tell you? Yes, please. The U.S. Open. The U.S. Open brings in more dollars to New York City than the Giants, the Jets, the Mets, the Rangers. Yeah, yeah, because it's an elitist thing. How many people actually go there? A lot. A hundred thousand, maybe total it, combined it, for it, the whole it, thing. It bring, no one, come no, on. No, what I'm saying is it brings in the most dollars from New York. I don't know how you do. I don't know how well, you. Well, dollars that doesn't out. equate to fandom dumbness. It's like you go overseas. The stadiums are like so much bigger than here because people actually go. Oh no, soccer's the world sport. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, you got to go out of the country right, to find right. a decent soccer team. There's, there's no doubt about that. I mean, it's it is the world's number one sport, soccer. Football. Yeah, we don't even have. Where's the New York soccer team? Uh, Do we have one? New York City Football Club, right? Kevin, help me out here. New York City Football Club. New York City FC, and you have the New York Red Bulls as well. And you have the Red Bulls. 
NYCFC plays at Yankee oh, those, Stadium. Those games draw a lot of people. I mean, they may not pack it into the last they seat. They don't but pack in a lot of people. People are even afraid to go out of their houses these days thanks to who runs this city. You're absolutely right. Can't disagree with you. Thank you. Again, I'm right. Honest with you. I was in the elevator in my building in the day, and our neighbors said that we're exchanging pleasantries. And she says, you know, I can't believe what's happened in the city. She says, I grew up in the city, and I'm afraid now. I'm afraid now to go out. Bob, I appreciate your honesty. Thank you. And that brings us to our first story, ladies and gentlemen. Lee Zeldin has vowed that if he is elected governor, he is going to declare what a crime emergency day one. And he has also vowed he's going to get rid of Alvin Bragg and get rid of this whole bail, bail reform business that lets criminals roam the streets. And speaking of that, it, poor Wisconsin. If you're in Wisconsin, this guy that's running against Senator Bob Johnson, what is this guy's name again? I keep forgetting this guy's name. Mandela Barnes. Mandela Barnes is promising to release half of the prison population on the people of Wisconsin. These Democrats are unrepentant. They believe this is a good idea to keep letting criminals out. Now, since we started off with sports, let's listen in to the Eggles. Um, what you call it was there. It was the Eggles versus America's team. Sadly, I understand. I didn't watch the game, didn't even follow it. Sadly, I understand the Eggles won. But Jill Biden was there. And let us listen together, shall we, to the response that the crowd gave Jill Biden and the coin toss. Go ahead. Thankfully, we decided to let that play because what the crowd is chanting in the background has a major obscenity in it. But since it's obscured, it's kind of what let's go. It is what let's go Brandon means. But they didn't bother with the let's go Brandon. They just went straight to it. FJB. Okay, and it was loud and it was boisterous and it continued. Give me a little break here. Yeah, sure. Now, let us continue with that, and let us listen to President of the United States, Joe Biden, talking about, uh, well, he's talking about, um, well, just listen to this. Look, in 1922, the price for one blood pressure drug that millions of Medicare patients, beneficiaries rely on, went up one, went up by 500%, 500%. Another drug used to treat autoimmune conditions increased by $1,000 this year. $1,000. Those of you on it, you'll know uh, what I'm telling you is to be true. It's outrageous. But this year, the American people won. And for the first time, Big Pharma lost. Big Pharma lost. Democrats chanting because they think a major American industry is losing. But the thing to listen to in that, if you didn't pick it up, he starts by saying in 1922, um, Joe, in 1922, the medicine that you were discussing did not exist. He was talking about 20, 20, 20, 21, and 2022. He doesn't know what century he's in. The poor guy. The poor guy doesn't know. The poor guy. What am I doing here? doesn't know what century he's in anymore. 
That's the President of the United States. Now, I just want you to imagine, those of you old enough in this audience, let's go back. Those of you, and, and, and if you're not old enough, it's okay. This is not a knock. But if you're old enough, do you remember what they did to Dan Quayle? With potato, potato. Do you remember that? They thought he misspelled potato. It became a national scandal for about a week. Do you remember what they did to Gerald Ford? The guy, poor guy tripped himself up coming down Air Force One. And it went on and on and on about what a bumbling idiot he was. Do you remember what they kept saying about Ronald Reagan? Do you remember that they called Ronald Reagan, they said he had Alzheimer's, and they kept up on and on and on. Of course, Ronald Reagan later on did have, did have Alzheimer's, but these people were merciless with the way that they attacked Ronald Reagan. Do you, do you remember what they tried to do to Bush 43? Yeah, dunce cap, put a dunce cap on him. He's so stupid. Do you remember all of that? Do you remember what they did to Donald Trump? How could you ever forget? And now look at the treatment that Joe Biden gets. And by the way, that extends itself to his son. I don't spend a lot of time with this Hunter Biden stuff because, frankly, it bores me. It bores me because there will be no consequences. When, there's, when, there, when there are consequences when they start to roll, then I'm going to get very excited if it ever happens. I am convinced that we'll go through the rest of the Biden presidency no matter how long it is with stories of Hunter Biden. But there is a story today, another exclusive, this one in the Daily Mail. Hunter Biden's real estate company received a $40 million investment from a Russian oligarch. That's new emails, new old emails. Yelena Batrina, the billionaire widow of a corrupt Moscow mayor. Wired $3.5 million to a company linked to Hunter. And when you keep adding up the affairs, Hunter Biden's firm had over $69.7 million to invest in 2.15 million square feet of office space in seven United States cities. How does a guy who is, and I don't mean this in a pejorative way, I, I'm really not trying to be mean-spirited about this at all, but how does a guy who spends his life doing prostitutes while he's coked up out of his mind or cracked up out of his mind so bad from the drugs he loses his laptops everywhere with sensitive information on it. How does this guy end up controlling that much money and why? And what about all the reports about how the money flowed to the top? Why isn't our Justice Department taking any of this seriously? Why is it who would invest in this if they did their due diligence and found out who Hunter Biden really was? And if they didn't do their due diligence, why not? And what did they want? Those are among the questions that people should be asking themselves. Now, I mentioned earlier this guy, Mandela Barnes. We might as well get this out of the way, and then we'll go. Let's do this. Let's take a break when we come back. I want you to hear this guy, Mandela Barnes, just running for United States Senate. But keep in mind this, as we approach the midterm elections, keep this in mind. The number one issue for many voters 
the number one issue, not number two, not not number three, not number four, two-thirds of voters now say that crime is rising and they are blaming the rises that they are seeing in neighborhoods across this country on woke politicians. And who are the woke politicians that they're speaking of? They're Democrats. This is what the Democrats are running on. Remember the stories two, three, four weeks back, five weeks back, about how Joe Biden is is having a resurgence in the polls. People are happy with his performance. Remember, Democrats, no red wave. This is not going to be a red wave. Democrats are, are right back in contention here. The Republicans blew it with Roe v. Wade. Yeah, but yet what is on the mind of most voters? It's what they are seeing in their own neighborhoods. Remember that old adage about politics being local? Well, if you go to local in almost every city in America, crime is out of control. And the voters, likely voters, know exactly who to blame it on? James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. We're coming back right after this. Handling legal matters is stressful. So, let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. Talk Radio 77 WABC. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush, Rush, Rush. All right, get up off the wall. If you're in your car... Come on. You can move. You can groove. Evelyn Champagne King brings us back. Nineteen eighty-two. This was the number one R&B song in America. Baby, let your love come down. She was sixteen years old when she recorded this. Yeah. Oh, look at Matt. Wave your hands. Where's your lighter? Da-da-da-da-da-da-da means I don't have lyrics for this part. We couldn't think of anything for that line. Don't be rude. Down, baby, you my love. I'm just telling you the way it is. 
Okay, y'all know, right? Kanye bought his buying parlor. You, you heard that, right? Kanye West is buying parlor. And the, the, the left are having a cow. They are having a cow because Kanye West, first of all, some of the funniest reaction is they're accusing Candace Owens of being a grifter because she's been hanging out with Kanye, and apparently her husband owns or has something to do with ownership stakes of Parler. So some of the tweets accusing Candace of being a grifter, which is hysterical. Others are just pure upset. Trump, true social, Elon buying uh, 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 Twitter, and now Kanye buying Parler. And they're accusing him, get this, of wanting to influence the elections. Really? Is that what you think social media does? Do you think social media actually influences elections, Herm? And they're upset. Parliament Technologies, Parler's uh, parent company, said in a news release today that Kanye, or Ye, has become the richest black man in history through music and apparel, taking a bold stance against his recent censorship from big tech. He's going to use his far-reaching talents to further lead the fight to create a truly non-cancel environment. Both Instagram and Twitter restricted Kanye's access for posting anti-Semitic comments, saying the remarks violated company policy. In a world where conservative opinions are considered to be too con- or controversial, we have to make sure we have the right to freely express ourselves, Kanye said in a statement. So, <clears throat> Kanye, buying parlor. Of course, you know, the left managed to shut parlor down in response to their cancel wars. Yeah, it's amazing to me. So we shall see what happens, and we shall see whether this has the kind of impact that people think it will. There's video of another one of these psychos pushing a man down on the subway tracks here in New York. The New York Police Department is asking anybody who recognizes you'll find this photo spread all over the place to call them at their tip line. 26-year-old man was stalked for several seconds, and then this, 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 this being ran behind him and pushed him into the path of an oncoming train. Let us see. Between 1997 and the year 2020, there were never more than five murders a year on New York City subway trains. That number rose to six in 2020, eight in 2021. Today, it's already at seven. We've got two and a half months to go. Felony crime on the subway up by 42%. And that's with half the riders that they once had. Ridership on the trains down to 81 million. Down from over 140 million. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And guess what? While all that's happening, guess what your mayor's doing? When he's not partying, when he's not, not, not out enjoying New York's splendid nightlife for the people who aren't afraid to come outside. 
The mayor is unveiling new trash rules, ladies and gentlemen. New trash rules. Under the new rules, you, if you live in a residential or commercial building, you cannot put out your trash the night before until 8 p.m. It used to be that starting at 4 in the afternoon, you could start putting out the trash for the next day, but now you have to go out after dark to put out your trash. After dark, <laughs> in safe old New York, 8 o'clock p.m., and you could get fined if you don't do this, if you refuse to obey the mayor and obey the sanitation department. They want to find you. They want to find you. I think it's $50 or something like that. Yes, it is. It's a $50 initial fine. So this is with the sanitation's union. There have been 7,400 rat sightings between January and April of this year. That's a 60% surge from 2019. So let's see. The criminals are out roaming the streets. Murders are up. Felonies are up. And rats are up. The rat sightings. There are more rats than ever. And now the mayor has decided that you are to blame, so you cannot put your trash out on the street before 8 p.m., and that's supposedly going to help make sure that the rats aren't around. There's so much news. You already heard our president forgot what century he's in. They're still upset in liberal quarters over the Warnock-Walker debate. Even the very biased co-host of The View, Sonny Hostin, says Herschel Walker overperformed and Governor, I mean, Senator Warnock underperformed. Now, Charles Blow in the New York Times accused Herschel Walker of butchering the English language. And this Anna Navarro, who's on The View, said he didn't have a coherent thought, couldn't complete his sentences, he's lying, blah, 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 blah. It's amazing to me that, now, I'd listened to it, and I did notice Herschel Walker's, how shall we say, use of the English language, which wasn't all that it could have been, It's so funny, though. You have so many Americans that have not mastered the English language because of America's failing schools. You have many who go to the schools who will never even speak English. It's okay. They come here speaking another language, and they never master the English language. You don't hear Democrats and liberals complain about that, do you? But old Herschel Walker gets up, and he... Sounds like, I guarantee you, many constituents in the states that in the state that he is running for senator. And all of a sudden, certain liberals, Charles Blow among them, 
are either mocking him, making fun of him, or criticizing him for butchering the English language. When did that become a consideration, I ask you? Mastery of the English language. Democrats master the English English language all the time. They can tell us in nine ways to Sunday what they're going to do. In beautiful, flowery language. The problem is, when Democrats speak, you can't tell the truth from the lies. And by the way, that's not exclusive to just Democrats. I know that. It's a certain ilk of politician. Anyway, James Golden, Bo Snerdy with you here on WABC Talk Radio 77. Remember, Cats at Night up next. And we are coming back. Your calls are going to be included right after this. Radio 77 WABC. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snerdly. Rush. Now here's Bo Snerdly. Join 77 WABC and Rams de Mazda as we honor law enforcement officers across the nation. That is on Friday. October 28th, we have special guest and commentary lined up for you, 77, WABC, and Ramsey Mazda, Back the Blue. Friday, October 28th, make sure you're here for it. That's the beautiful voice of an angel. Karen Carpenter, I insist Karen Carpenter has one of the most beautiful voices I've ever heard in my life. It's natural, it's so beautiful. Never get tired of hearing Karen Carpenter sing. Walking around some kind of lonely cloud. Rainy days and Mondays always get me down. Well, I hope you're not feeling down this Monday. And there's good reason not to be down, despite all that you read, the crime. And there are some horrible crime stories. Let me give you one. I know your phone calls. We're going to get to your phone calls, I promise. 800-848-WABC. A 90-year-old woman, she happens to be the black uh, first black social worker that ever worked in the Boston Public School, walking her dog, 91 years old. What happens? Some criminal, this is up in Boston, some criminal attacks her, starts stabbing her, 91 years old. Well, the dog wasn't having it. And she wasn't having it. I'm going to read from you a report. This was on Fox News. This is from an eyewitness. Well, not an eyewitness. This is from one of her friends. And this was first reported in the Boston Globe. She attacked the guy after he attacked her, stabbing her. She was kicking him in the nuts while Bailey, that's the dog, was working him over. And he starts to run. The dog chases him. And the attacker disappears out of sight. The dog stood up for her. Now she, thank goodness, despite being stabbed multiple times, 91 years old, is not expected to uh, succumb to her injuries. And it is also believed that 
both of them inflicted injuries on this particular criminal. Which brings us to old Mandela, Mandela Jones. Barnes, I'm sorry. Man, thank you, Scott. Mandela. Kev, let's listen to old Mandela, shall we? And he's running for the Senate. This is a compilation of his words on crime and on prisons. Let's listen to what he has to say. Go. Roger, Roger. Reducing prison population is now sexy. We can make our community safer. Then we can save money in the process. We are making strides. Like there are fewer people uh, who are behind bars right now uh, than before. Now, it's not the chunk that I, I wish it could be. Do you believe, as some of them did, that we can, over a period of years, cut our inmate population by one half? Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm 100% with you. Whether it's COVID-19 or not COVID-19, we have a responsibility to reduce our prison population. I'm proud to say that now we have the lowest prison population in the last 20 years. I'm here to also tell you there's more work to be done. Like, I, I wish... <laughs> I wish we could accelerate this um, as much, if not more, than you. Um, but we are, that is, that is an area that we are pushing. I think about when we launched our 11 by 15 campaign, and it was to reduce Wisconsin's prison population by 11 inmates, or 11,000 inmates by 2015. Specifically about decarceration. Um, if we can close some of the prisons, obviously we're saving money. And we're not doing it to take jobs away from people. That's not the goal. There'll be more jobs if you put more of the activity back in the communities directly. Exactly. I am I am constantly, uh, you know, pushing on the reduction uh, of spending on, on corrections. You got to understand that we're starting from scratch. Uh, this is a process that had not been uh, put into play uh, for the last eight, nine years. So we are just getting started. We're just getting started. We are just getting started. I want to reduce the prison population by half. We have, according to this man, and this is the Democrat Party, folks, we have a responsibility to reduce the prison population. Note what isn't being said here. Not that we have a responsibility to make sure the citizens of our city, the citizens of our nation are safe. No, we have a responsibility to the criminals to let them out of jail. We have a responsibility to reduce the number of people that are in prison. And it's not going to cost jobs. Oh, no, we're going to put them back in the neighborhood, and somehow or another it's going to create more jobs. Remember what I said the other day, if you weren't with us on Saturday. What is the job of a criminal? What is the job of a criminal, ladies and gentlemen? The job of a criminal is to commit crimes. That is what they do for a living. Criminals, crime. That's what they do. The crime could be murder, rape, pillage, injure, steal, scam, This is what criminals do. Criminals' job, the job of a criminal is to commit crimes. And Mandela Barnes, we have a responsibility. We have a responsibility to make sure that more of these people get out into your neighborhoods. And we see that in New York. The Democrats have done this. We see it out in California, Kate. They've done it. We see it in every major city across America. The criminals are out more and more. Thank you for these no-cash bail business. That they, It is all the rage on the Democrat and progressive parties. And what happens? Crime is up. Wake up. But they have a responsibility to the criminals. Let's go to the phones. Steve in Oceanside. 
Welcome to you on WABC Talk Radio 77. How are you, Steve? I'm uh, Mr. Golden. Thank you so much for taking the call. You are welcome. All right. I love the show, man. The Smokey Robinson thing over the weekend was awesome. Karen Carpenter has an awesome voice. I got to agree with you on that. You got to stop hating the G-Men. You got to stop hating on the Giants, man. They're five and one. Oh, I thought you said the G-Men. I thought you were talking about the FBI. I thought you were talking about the real G-Men. The the New York football Giants. You got to stop hating on them. I love you. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Steve. I love you, too. Giants. Okay, thank you. Giants. They're going to fall apart. Don't worry, Steve. I'm not going to have to do it. They'll do it. They'll fall apart before the season's over. And just, just you and the Giant lovers out there, you just watch it happen. I remember this very frankly, by the way. I remember I went to see a Giants game at um, in the swamp, the, the New York swamp, uh, that, that place out in the Meadowlands, the swamp. And I was rooting for the Cowboys, of course. And these drunken, drunken, drunken Giants fans turned around if you don't start rooting for them, we're going to throw you down there. You can root for them for the field. You can do it. Go have another drink and shut up. This is what you get from the New York Giants fans. Threats of violence because you don't agree with them and root for their team. Yeah. James Golden, a.k.a. Bye-bye. <laughs> Uh, WABC Talk Radio 77 coming back right after this. Get him out. Talk Radio 77 WABC. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. Jimi Hendrix brings us back. Yes. You know the song. Purple Haze. Let's get back. Oh, I love that. Oh, yes. Telephone time. By the way, there's a new poll out by the New York Times, the Nueva York Times in Siena College. It's a head-to-head. What if the election were rematched today between Trump and Joe Biden? Guess who wins? Guess who wins? Donald J. Trump. Well, it's tight, but it's still a win. 45 to 44%. So, let's see. Shall we? Meanwhile, Governor DeSantis has said, you know, he's been busy dealing with the devastating aftermath of Hurricane Ian. But, but, but. Governor says, "Yeah, we're gonna keep. We're, we're gonna start shipping those immigrants 
from Florida back to Democrat City, Sanctuary City soon. Soon as we get through dealing with this mess down here caused by the hurricane, and it was a dreadful mess. The the flights start again. So let us ooh, let's head to the telephones. We'll get as many people in as possible. Let's start with Dave in the Bronx. How are you, Dave? I'm doing well, my friend. I'm doing well. I uh, 35 years on the job in NYPD, retired. Just want to say. This clown of a mayor making us put us garbage out at night so we won't see the rats. <laughs> then he's going to turn around and and summons us for putting the garbage out early. Yeah, then, yeah. Yeah, this is what the mayor thinks is the most important thing. You should put your garbage out at night. This is what he's working on. Crime is exploding everywhere. The, city's in, the city isn't safe. It's not safe on the subways. And yet... Yep, you're the problem because you put out your garbage too early. <laughs> you said it well, Dave. Thank you. Let's go to Wendy in Long Island. How are you, Wendy? I love your love your music. Thank I you, Wendy. To say, yes, I love it. I wanted to say that I didn't know that rats could tell time. I thought they were not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, Wendy. That's awesome. You just nailed it in one sentence. <laughs> You nailed it. Yeah, the rats will know. It's a... <laughs> yeah, that's the mayor. The only, the only rats we need to get rid of are the rats in the office. The Thank office. you. You said it. Boy, I tell you what, I love you. You said it all, Wendy. Thank you so oh, yeah. much. Helena uh, in South Orange, New Jersey. How are you, Helena? Helena. that Hello, Helena. Okay, we're going to try Helena again. Let us go to John in Manhattan. Hello, John. How are you? Hello, Bo. Loved your interview with Smokey Robinson. Thank you. And uh, my group, Tower of Power. 54 (gasps) years, going strong, better than ever. Please play some of their songs on your uh, your favorite? What is your favorite Tower of Power song? Well, it's got to be it's, it's squib cakes. I love squib cakes. Oh, we will definitely get squib cakes in the library. I also well, love you. Still, you're still a young man. Still a young man. Yes. Change horses. Oh yeah. And you know there was one that they had on the uh, Urban Renewal album, which wasn't a hit, but I love it. And there's only so much oil in the ground. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a great one. And some of their new material, Bo. I don't know if you're familiar with their latest two albums that they came out with in uh, 2019 and 20. Great stuff. Uh, great. Thank you for the heads up on that. I'll go search them out. I'm not familiar with it, but I I love Tower Power. We will put some in. Tower Power is one of my favorite groups. Is Helena back on the line? Did she come back on the line by any no, chance? I never left. Can you oh, hear me? okay, Helena. I hear you now. How are you, honey? I don't know. Something with my phone. I'm really sorry about that, but it's no not worries. only this time. Okay. Um, I just like to make a suggestion, if I may. Yes. Uh, could you possibly, at some time, interview Sissy Houston, mother of Sister Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. and grandmother mm-hmm. of, yeah. You know, Sissy Houston had some hits in her day too. I played some of them. She yes, had, yes, yes, yeah, yes, she did. She now, had one that I really liked, which is um, it's called Victims. 
the victims. And she had another one, too. Um, Helena, I don't even know. i got to figure out how we can reach Sissy Houston. But that's a really good idea. She'd be a wonderful interview. uh, Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, I know uh, Whitney, Sister Whitney's, uh, the anniversary of her death, or her passing, I should say, is uh, on February the 11th, which is the same day that they found her daughter. Right. Two years later. Right. Yes. So sad. So sad. Yes. Helena, that's no, a really good, I, that's a, a splendid idea. Thank you for calling with it. We appreciate it. Max in Thank Manhattan. Thank you so very much. And Thank God. you, Helena. God bless you, hon. Max, yes, how are you? Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Listen, this past Saturday, Sunday, Katsimatini's show, he had a female guest who spoke very sweetly. Um, she looks very sweet. She spoke well in the American dream. Um, but what was not mentioned was that she was um, involved in the overthrow of Libya and knew the movements of Ambassador Chris Stevens. Her family was involved with the Muslim World League charity, which was known for spawning many terrorist groups. And uh, so you should call, that, you know, Katz is up next. So you're kind of hitting me at a blind spot because I don't know exactly what happened and we're running out of time and I can't explore it. So it if you. Mm hmm. Okay. Huma Alvin, well, Hillary's right-hand woman. And- oh, Huma. Huma. Huma, yes. by the way, says she might run for office. Did you, I, I'm yes. sure you read that today. Huma says she's not going to, uh, not going to, um, not going to rule it out. Look, Max. Well, I- thank you. I appreciate the call very much. We got to run. Al in Yonkers. How are you, Al? Hey, Welcome. I know you're running out of time. Good. Thank you, Bo. Uh, Karen Carpenter. You're right. She was one of the greatest. Uh, and I just wanted to say, in regards to Wisconsin. I think Senator Johnston will hold on against Barnes. They had written uh, Senator Johnston off six years ago against Feingold, and he he, uh, did well, and he resonated with the voters. So we got to win those other Senate seats. We got to get the majority there, Bo. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And when it gets closer, and we're starting to get closer, I'm going to be spending more time on these midterm elections, folks. Oh, we're out of time. Da 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 Hmm. Okay. May God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families. We'll be back tomorrow. Both Stanley's Rush Hour at four. See you then. Bye. Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.